Hello and welcome to the Mindful Men Podcast, a show inspiring men to be mindful about their lives. Each week, we'll dive into a range of topics that matter to men and hear from everyday people doing extraordinary things. So if you love the show, please give it a five-star rating and share it with your mates. Now, before we get into this week's episode, please note that some of the content may trigger you. And if this happens, please reach out to your support networks. It's really important. If you can't get enough of Mindful Men, head over to our website. It's www.mindful-men.com.au. Find the show notes and the links to our socials there. But for now, sit back, relax, and let's get mindful. G'day guys and welcome to another episode of the Mindful Men podcast. I'm your host Simon Rinney and today I'm getting mindful about loneliness. That's right, men feel lonely too. And the reason I'm talking about this particular topic is because I've seen a few media articles recently that talk about men and their struggles with loneliness and it got me thinking about my own journey and moments in time where I felt lonely too. And also how hard it is for us blokes to say the words, I'm feeling lonely. I kind of put this in the same bucket as men's mental health and that we do struggle to talk about mental health and how we're feeling. And this adds on to that. For a guy to say, I'm feeling lonely, it's tough. It's difficult. It's not as easy as it used to be when we were kids and we could just make friends with anybody. We'd make a mate with someone who was kicking a footy or throwing a basketball or playing a guitar. But as you get older, it gets a lot more difficult. And particularly when you have kids or you've got work and all these other things impacting you, it's hard to either sustain friendships or even make new friendships. And this is the kind of boat I've been in the last few years as well. And in the recent studies that I've seen, it's coming from the Healthy Male and also ABC. It's around men in between 35 and 49 feeling the most lonely. And so today I'm going to go through what loneliness is, how it impacts us, and also we'll go through the three things that you can do this week to change things around if you are feeling lonely. So loneliness, what is it? I saw a great post recently from someone that I follow on social media, Jamie Usher from The Mind Train, and I love this particular post. He said, if you can name it, you can tame it. And so I'm naming it. I'm naming this loneliness. And by naming it, I'm hoping to tame it as well by creating some spaces. And we'll talk about this a bit later on of how men can connect, but also connecting myself in as well, getting out there and trying new things in my local community as well to make me feel better too. But before I get there, let's start off with what is loneliness? So we're going to name it now. So according to the Healthy Male survey, loneliness is a negative distressing feeling that relates to the quality of our connections. Now, note that I said quality, not quantity. We can have a million mates in the world, but if they're all rubbish, then we're going to feel lost and lonely. But if we have even just one quality connection with somebody else out there, that can create this real sense of support and safety and security and actually combat some of these loneliness feelings. Sure, distance might play a factor and we can't see our mates all the time, but the simple 
you know, measures of a text message or a phone call or even a Zoom call. We can do this very easily these days and COVID showed us that we can do this. It can go a long way to battling this thing called loneliness. Now, when we get lonely, we feel socially isolated. And again, this showed up in COVID as well. We were socially isolated. We had our household and that's fantastic. But what a lot of us really missed is human connections with other people out and about in community, whether it's at work, whether it's in the park or at the beach or anywhere at the shops, wherever it is, it's just that human connection. It creates that social bubble in where we feel like we're part of something bigger than the four walls of our house. And this is really important because as we get older, we tend to become a little bit more introverted, many of us do. And so we, we prefer to stay home and, and watch Netflix on the couch at night instead of what we used to do and go out and whether it's partying or just getting together with people, having a nice dinner. These days, we just tend to be home potties. And I'm wondering if this is part of the overwhelm of the hustle culture of today or, or the high stress that we have today, all this information coming from left, right and center, whether it's in the news or at work or at school or wherever it is, and it's just compacting to a point where we just feel like we need to breathe and breathing at home and being by ourselves is good but it's better when we can do it with like-minded individuals and safe and supportive community connections out and about outside of our home so as i'm thinking about loneliness and one of the things that i talk about in my therapy sessions with guys is Comparing or reflecting on the traditional village compared to modern living. And if you're not sure what I mean, stay with me. If we think back to days gone by or generations gone by, even centuries gone by and, and what community looked like, it all centered around a traditional village. It centered around the place where you were born and you grew up and you went to school and all your friends are there and you work there, you live there, you die there. This is the traditional village. You might go to the next town or even a little bit further, but you always come home. Home is where your heart is. And, and so everybody knows you. It's close-knit. It's connected. It's community. Compare that to modern living, today's living. Now, we have a very nomadic lifestyle in the modern world. It's very easy for us to move suburbs, move towns, to move interstate to move overseas, to work remotely. It's very easy to do these things now. We're seeing a lot of people doing fly-in, fly-out work or drive-in, drive-out work. They might spend weeks and weeks and weeks away from their home. Take my example. I grew up in Adelaide, South Australia, but since 2006, I've lived in the Australian Capital Territory. I've lived in Tasmania. I've lived in Queensland. I actually haven't lived in South Australia since 2006. And it's now 2023. And over this period, what I found is a real struggle connecting in with wherever I'm living and finding new friends, putting myself out there. And what's come from that is this progression of loneliness that's followed me through all those periods of time. Now, I haven't done it alone. I've done it with my partner, but even talking to my wife about this notion of trying to break into new social circles, she even says that she feels the same. And I think when I think about my mental health story, when I moved from Canberra to Hobart, 
And I remember specifically in Hobart seeing these guys around at work and wanting to be part of their social networks, but also feeling very much of an outsider. They had lived and grown up and worked in that environment in Hobart, whereas I was the outsider. I was the new person. And so, yeah, I went to the social drinks and I played social soccer and I did the gym stuff and I did all that stuff. But at the end of the day, that was it. Now, every now and then I might hear from one of these guys, but it's not like it's an every week thing. And so as time's gone past and I've left Hobart, those social circles have all dwindled away. And so since being up in Queensland, it's very much the same thing. But now I've got kids and now we're connecting in with some of the families at the childcare or at the school, which is great, or at the local soccer club. And this is fantastic, but still very much of a sense of, of loneliness. And for many years, I didn't accept it or I didn't look at it. I didn't think it was an issue because I was so much more focused on other things in my life, like depression, like anxiety, like obsessive compulsive disorder, like burnout, like trying to work and climb the ladder, trying to study and trying to have kids and a good family. Loneliness went right to the back of the line in terms of my list of priorities. But as I'm about to turn 40, and this episode probably coincides around my 40th birthday or maybe a little bit later, it's I'm trying to turn this around now. I feel like I've spent so long in isolation and doing things by myself that I'm actually yearning for community. I want to be out there and doing things and connecting with people. And I know I'm not alone. And I mentioned before, it's not about the number of mates. It's about the quality of mates that you've got. So why are guys getting lonely? Well, according to the Healthy Male Survey and what's been reported in the ABC, it's, it starts with that connection. It's how deep are those connections? If we're thinking about work and family and finances, finances are a huge thing at the moment. It's all these high stress loads. And when we're highly stressed, we kind of drop going out and socializing away. Finances, for example, we don't have as much money to go out for dinner or out for drink or do social things anymore. And so we're reverting to the couch potato lifestyle because it's cheap and it's easy. Or maybe we've had like hugely highly stressful days or weeks or months. And all we want to do on the weekend is just sit on the couch or stay at home. We don't want to socialize. We're just overwhelmed. Other factors that impact men particularly is around divorce rates or lost jobs. You know, so many men, and I put myself in this basket too, is that when we get with a partner or, you know, get married or have kids, we focus solely that that social circle, which is in our household. And we kind of let our friendships, you know, spread thin. As I said before, it's the kind of work we do. Are we fly in, fly out, away from home for weeks on end? And when we are home, we're recovering, we're sleeping. Is it because of disability? I work in the disability sector and loneliness is something that guys regularly talk to me about is they want to connect with community, but they're isolated because either they can't access it because of where they live or the type of disability that they have, or maybe they're looked at as different. It's the ableist society that we live in. It's us and them. And this extends to culture. Maybe you're from a different cultural background and maybe you live in Australia, which is very white and very European. And all of a sudden you're trying to find people from your own culture because we don't cater for that. We like to call ourselves a multicultural community and we are to a large extent, 
but there is still very much pockets of white European settlers here. I look around the Sunshine Coast and it's very much that. You know, I don't see very much diversity in the Sunshine Coast, say compared to Brisbane or Sydney or Melbourne, the bigger cities of Australia. The other factor is mental illness. When we're depressed, when we're anxious, when we live with mental illness, we isolate. We feel safer at home by ourselves. Or maybe we struggle to connect. Maybe we struggle to know the right social cues or say the right social things and be social in a certain way that doesn't involve things like alcohol and drugs, for example. And so it's much easier for us just to not do it. And so we get lonely. And as we get older and, and, and maybe some of our social circles start to pass away, we end up in, in aged care facilities and Australia has an aging population and aged care facilities or, or retirement villages are absolutely booming at the moment everywhere. And in the next few decades, they're going to be bigger and bigger and bigger. Things like dementia. Imagine going through your whole life having wonderful connections and then all of a sudden not recognizing your partner's face or their name or their voice or their touch. Again, loneliness sticks in. Now, according to the Healthy Mail, there are some impacts that come with loneliness and it's not just feeling lonely. And this was interesting to me as I was reading through these articles and I was ticking these off on my own. I'm like, wow, this is actually really true. And, and some of it was alarming for me as well. And at the top of the list is mental illness. As I said before, when we're living with mental illness, we isolate. But also when we are lonely, it actually can increase our rates of mental illness too. Depression, for example, is a big one. High cholesterol and lost physical conditioning. Maybe we're sitting on the couch and eating more bad food just to feel good. And maybe we're not exercising as much anymore. Maybe we've got injured so many times at the sports club that we've just given up but we haven't tried something different that might suit our soul as we get older. We have increased risks of heart attacks, of dementia, of strokes. And these are all huge health issues. It's something that we need to stand up and go, well, if I'm feeling lonely and I'm feeling all these other physical and mental and psychological conditions as well, or issues, maybe I need to start connecting more and start filling my cup as well instead of just trying to live with a half-empty cup or an empty cup. And this all sounds very much doom and gloom. And to a large extent, it is. We have a loneliness epidemic. I mean, epidemics getting thrown around all the time at the moment, but it's true to the point where articles are coming out about it saying, hey, guys are having an issue. And middle-aged men particularly are having an issue with this. And I dare say many men don't talk about this because it's one of those taboo topics. It's like, if I was to say to one of my old friends, hey, I'm feeling lonely, I think the response would come back saying, well, just go join a sports club or just go join a community group or just go make a new friend. And, and yeah, when I was a teenager or when I was a, a child, yes, that might have been true. But for me, I've seen this pattern of struggle with socializing since I was a teenager. Alcohol was a social lubricant for me for many years. And still is to this day. And it's not something that I'm particularly proud of. So it's not just as, that easy for some of us to get out there and do things, but it is possible to change. And I'm trying to live this change now as I'm turning into my 40s of, of no longer letting life slip by and actually starting to take 
more initiative in these to, for my own well-being as well. So on that, on all the doom and gloom that we've just gone through, I want to talk to you about three things that we can do this week to, to battle loneliness. And the first one is acknowledgement. As I said before, Jamie Usher had this great post on if we can name it, we can tame it. So I'm naming it. Loneliness is an issue for men. It's an issue for me. I struggle with it. But that's part of the process is naming it, acknowledging it, acknowledging that it's an issue and being okay with that, saying, yeah, I'm lonely. It's okay to say these things and to work through them. And from there, it's around doing a stock take. It's not just about naming it. It's about going, okay, what does that look like? What does loneliness look like for me? Who am I connecting in with? Where am I connecting? How? How frequently? Why am I connecting with these people? If I'm hanging around the same five blokes, for example, and they all bring me down, it's all doom and gloom when we talk about things or when we try to talk about deeper things, the, the conversation can, you know, turn into that alpha male bullshit, really. It's around the toughen up stuff and, you know, it's weak to speak. Then that brings me down. That's not a social connection that I particularly want. And I know so many guys out there would feel the same. And so part of the stock take is going, okay, who am I hanging around? Are they lifting me up or are they dragging me down? How can I change this? Where's the shortfalls in my life? As I said before, it's not about having millions of mates. It's about having good quality mates. And that could be one, could be two. And so once we do the stock take, we can recognize, okay, what can we do to address the shortfalls? Maybe it's redefining our social circles. This is a really hard one. And I talk about this with guys in therapy all the time. It's around maybe letting go of some of those old friendships that drag you down or that make you feel like shit after you've spoken to them or keep you feeling down or don't see your strengths, don't lift you up, don't give you a hand. And maybe injecting or finding some new guys to fill those voids. And it doesn't have to be guys as well. It can be girls, it could be anybody doesn't really matter as long as they're quality connections. Quality connections can reduce loneliness. And from here, it's around, okay, where are people hanging around? And this is a great way. And I know this is hard because I struggled with this myself. Is it a sports group or a community club? As we get older, and particularly as we turn adults, and I've spoken to, about this before, is we kind of lose the fun in life. We start getting serious. We start adulting. So maybe if you love sport, join a sports club, volunteer, go down there on a Saturday or whenever they're playing and say, if you can't play, just say, hey, can I help out with the grounds or can I do the canteen or be part of the volunteer group? And that's a great way to fill your cup, but also help other people. If you can play even better, because exercise is great for your mental health and well-being. Or maybe if you can't play sports, and I'm in this boat because every time I play sport, I pull something or tear something and Everyone says, Simon, why are you doing this to yourself? Maybe it's a community group. Maybe it's something else that you're passionate about that you can tune into and go, you know what? I've always wanted to try archery or I've always wanted to try and figure out how to play chess or I've always wanted to play card or learn to paint or play an instrument. These things we don't have to do just when we're young. We can do them as we get older. In fact, if we can let our guard down in these group settings, we can have a lot of fun. And I think back to a men's retreat I had a couple months ago where I attended. And as part of that was a drumming circle with 27 other blokes just hitting drums for the first time. 
sounded absolutely amazing with a little bit of guidance from a teacher sounded fantastic and it was fun it was fun to just hit the drums you know i haven't done since but since then i've come home and i've restringed my guitar and i'm tuning that up and i'm playing again and it feels great one of the other things you can do is around connecting with other people is doing things outside instead of being at home and this is kind of like connection without connection this is why I do a lot of my therapy outside is because we can walk past people and say good day as we walk past them or just even a smile can light up their day and light up our day. Or maybe you do something like reading. Instead of reading at home, why don't you take your book out to a cafe or a local park or sit at the beach? Because you inadvertently connect with other people just by being near them. Again, if you go for a walk, say hello to people as you walk past them or just a nod, just a wave helps you feel connected and if this is all too hard maybe you just need a little bit of extra support and there's two ways that mindful men can help you with this and that's one through therapy we can come into therapy we can have a set and work out that loneliness maybe is an issue for you and some and we'll together work out strategies to overcome that and connect you in with local people or people in your networks or even just maybe improve the relationships that you have with some tips and tools that I've got as a therapist. And the second one is very brand new to the Mindful Men community. I want you all, if you're listening, to come and join the Mindful Men community page on Facebook. Here is a safe space where men who are on their own mindful missions can all come together, combat loneliness, but also create a sense of community. I'm going to be checking in regularly in the Facebook group. I mean, putting in their posts about different things around mindfulness and men's stuff. And we can just lean on each other and start building a network of people in our lives that we can draw from. And whether it's someone to catch up with a coffee on the weekend or even a Zoom call, or even just encourage us as we're going through life's challenges, the Mindful Men Facebook community page is a free and easy thing for you to do today to start combating loneliness. So in closing, I want you to think about loneliness. Think about how you're feeling at the moment. Are you feeling socially isolated? Do you need to change things? And if you do, do it because it feels good, but it also improves things like your physical and mental health. It can combat things like dementia, heart attack, stroke, whatever it is, and stop feeling so lonely. So we've named it, and I've given you some ideas to tame it. Now it's up to you. Get out there. Create community, connect with community, and let's combat loneliness together. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I really did enjoy talking about loneliness with you. And if you want some more information about Mindful Men, head over to the website. It's mindful-men.com.au and find out more about what's going on in the Mindful Men world. And remember to jump onto the Facebook community group as well. I'd love to have you there. Links will be in the show notes below. Well, that's it for today. My name's Simon Rini, and until next time, stay mindful. Well, that's a wrap for today's episode, and I hope you got some value from it. If anything triggered your mental health today, please reach out to your support networks. Also, if you loved what you heard, be sure to subscribe to the show and share it with your mates. For more from Mindful Men, you can check us out on Instagram and YouTube and I'll throw the links to these pages in the show notes below. But until next time, stay mindful.